This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Protocol for Life Balance, offering a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out which can help support your body's healthy detoxification process, including liver detox support, NAC, chlorophyll, and DIM plus CDG. This suite of products aids in the elimination of certain environmental toxins from the body, supports healthy cellular reproduction cycles and liver function, and promotes healthy hormone metabolism. They're backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, a post-holiday version of the Q&A. Uh, both of us uh, are returning refreshed from holidays, uh, the 4th of July weekend. Uh, most of us had a couple of extra days to do R&R. How are you doing, Layla? I'm okay. How are you doing, Dr. Hoffman? Good, good. Uh, I had a nice weekend uh, with the family, a lot of uh, grilling, a lot of cooking, a lot of <laughs> cleaning up, washing dishes. Lovely. But also, uh, yeah, I'm trying out uh, some new bike equipment and uh, running gear and uh, had a very, very active weekend. In fact, I'm kind of I'm kind of recuperating today. I'm kind of glad <laughs> I'm back at work, you know, because, you know, That's good. it gives me an excuse not, not to exercise. That's <laughs> exercise. It was kind of a rainy holiday weekend, so I actually didn't yep. get to do much, but I did catch the fireworks on TV. I managed to squeeze in uh, workouts, you know, because, you know, you have to kind of pick and choose because if it's uh, uh, raining, it's actually not a bad idea to go swimming. <laughs> you know, sure. You, anyway. you know, as a matter of fact, yeah. 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 I remember swimming in the rain as a child. Yeah. So, so yeah. that that's doable. And then, you know, if it's uh, super windy, it's a too windy for the bike, you know, then you go running because right, you can sort of stand on two feet in a gale. And uh, if it's calm, you know, get on the bike and bang it out. And if it's cold, put on some more gear on the bike. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't feel too bad about it. Um, so. Uh, Questions come to us via radio program at AOL.com. If you don't know the routine, we welcome your questions on matters related to intelligent medicine. Uh, we love comments. We love opinions. We also love uh, questions, uh, medical dilemmas that uh, may need some solving, although we can't delve into a complete medical history. We uh, do we do not do remote healing. You know, there are actually some people you right. can call up and they'll, they'll give you healing. You know, just... You know. <laughs> You know, just send them uh, some Bitcoin and they'll, <laughs> they'll do a remote <laughs> healing on you. Uh, Don't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. So uh, no remote healings there, although we do answer questions. Uh, before we get to questions, though, um, what caught my eye is uh, something that you're about to release. Uh, you know, you do a weekly yeah. podcast of, of high quality uh, on your own, Thank a solo you. podcast. And you chose an interesting topic this week. Can you give us a little bit of a preview of what people uh, will yes, see later this week yes. if they uh, subscribe to the podcast? Or simply go to the website, drhoffman.com, download uh, our podcasts. 
Yeah, well, well, the, the this is about the critical role of fish oil of omega-3 fatty acids in the treatment of depression. And what's really interesting here is that research has now provided the first evidence that hippocampal neurons, particular neurons of, of the hippocampus, are able to produce two key lipid metabolites of EPA and DHA. Okay, so They're it's not just EPA and DHA. So it's something that is like downstream from that, is that the, the, exactly, the, the, exactly. Uh, the EPA and DHA are sort of uh, precursors or building blocks for these essential chemicals. Right, right. And the metabolites are lipoxygenase and cytochrome P450, which we know about. Hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Which is very, very interesting. Yeah. So uh, I knew about the lipoxygenase because that's sort of the has to do with the inflammatory pathways and so on. And that's yeah, why exactly. fish oil is so helpful exactly. for tamping and down inflammation. What they're surmising, what they're surmising, is that this is how EPA and DHA exert their anti-inflammatory and neurogenic properties. This is in vitro. Okay. So we have to Test be two. careful. Test tube. And I pointed out a little counterpoint at the end of my uh, at the end of my podcast about it because I, I thought it it really merited. Uh, being out there, you know, they took, they did a small study in humans anyway. Mm -hmm. So besides the in vitro where they took hippocampal neurocells and added the EPA, DHA and what in, happened. In kind of a so bath, forth. right? Yeah. Yeah. A, a depression in a dish, they called it. Yeah. <laughs> here's depression in a dish. I like that term. And yeah. here's how we, <laughs> right, right. this is fascinating. Yeah. Well, they also did a small study on 22 humans and they gave them either EPA or DHA and gave them a certain dose over the course of 12 weeks, every day for the course of 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And at the end of 12 weeks, people got better. But here's the counterbalance argument for that. Well, depression is not a static thing. Mm -hmm. Your feelings are going to change. You're not going to be in the same abyss that you were 12 weeks ago. Okay. You know, it changes. Your feelings change yes. from day to day. You're... Yep. Your your psychology is is trying to process all of right. this stuff. It's so mediated by circumstances, by diet, by your microbiome, by day night circadian rhythms, and etc. Sleep, right. all that right. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's not to discount the beneficial effects of fish oil. You and I have seen that in practice. Yes, yes. In yep. patients with depression. Yeah, actually. and it's really it's it's astounding to me how not just the regular old changes in diet, which already you know people are happier because yeah. otherwise you know garbage in, garbage out. If that's the way you're going to eat, don't expect to feel good. Exactly. Don't expect to be in a good mood. But so yes, the basic changes in diet, but then with the addition of fish oil, it really changes. Besides addressing micronutrient deficiencies, maybe they need more B complex, more magnesium, etc things like that. But I, I just found this to be very interesting because they're targeting these metabolites. And you could tell by the study that they're, they're saying, and they've said a few times here that this not talking about the benefits of fish oil, we're talking about these metabolites we've uncovered yes. as targets for some kind of therapy mm -hmm. in treating depression. So you know that this is something coming from pharma, right? that they're going to look to find Use these yes, particular to come up with a designer drug, yeah, way. designer yeah. drugs, yeah. That that's always right. 
you know, sometimes but, this research but, is, know, I, and then often at I the end, excuse me, uh, Layla, at the end yeah. of some of these articles, they'll say, however, it is premature to recommend fish oil for uh, patients with depression, oh, yeah. right? You know, it's like yeah. some and, caveat and, and like that. A couple of times, even before. The end. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 everybody. Don't go, go run out and buy fish oil. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. So I, I pointed that out and I also pointed out that the many, many case studies between you and I, we've seen firsthand the, the benefits of it in this context of, of mood, mood Indeed. disorder, depression. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, you know, treated many patients with a variety of means of, for depression. And I had a patient once who was very, uh, she's a, a, a poor woman who, you know, we sort of treated her a little bit pro bono. You know, we said, you know, give us a hundred bucks and, you know, we'll do that, you know, the, the initial consult for you. And, um, and I recommended a bunch of things for her. And, uh, I checked in with her periodically to see how she did. She was suicidal. Uh, she had, you oh. know, very unfortunate life. She, you know, uh, was divorced. Yeah. Her husband took the kids because she had a mental disorder and, um, oh. Oh. so called, you know, which gives you the right in a court to say, uh, get custody. And, uh, you know, she just had horrible life, but, uh, also uh, very profound depression, suicide attempts and so on. And, you know, I gave her a bunch of stuff and I told her, you know, eat this way and, you know, to, to, to the best I could in the limited resources we had. And, uh, I talked to her. Uh, I guess it was a couple of years afterwards. And I said, how are you doing? She says, look, I'm, my life is, is terrible. Uh, I know, now have some partial visitation with my kids. Um, I, you know, my circumstances are very challenging. I have no money. I have no job. But I got to say, I feel a bit better. And I said, well, are you taking all the supplements? I she says, no, I couldn't afford it. She says, the only thing I'm taking is I'm, I'm really, and I really think it's made a difference, high-dose fish oil, high-dose fish oil, because my, my, oh. lows are, my lows are higher. In other words, I, I go low, but I never go to that self-harm place. And there are yeah. studies. This is not just a, uh, you know, uh, an end of one thing, like one person. There are studies that show that um, – Fish oil reduces suicidality, you know, the tendency. And in studies where people have had unsuccessful suicide attempts, they've given them fish oil or they've given them placebo, you know, whatever, uh, olive oil or, you know, uh, sapphire yes. oil or something, uh, identical capsules. And they found that there was uh, less subsequent suicide attempts. Uh, so anyway, there's something to it. Uh, I just segue to, I just want to give you a heads up to our newsletter article this week. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, it's very worthwhile because you'll get interesting articles. I had a very nice comment on um, my uh, article this week, which is entitled Medical Nihilism, an idea whose mm -hmm. time has come. And mm -hmm. um, it, it's a little longer than my usual articles. So, you know, you got the patience to bear with it. Yeah, them. I noticed that in the edit, but just, just the same. It's, it's very apropos for this period in time. Yeah. In we're, our history. Yeah. I think we're, they're, they're coming at us with, you know, ineffective drugs for Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Aduhelm got, got, uh, approved. Uh, and, you know, of course, our, our concerns remain about, you know, long, realistically, the vaccines have been a boon, but, you know, we're concerned about, side effects in certain subgroups, you know, there's, there's no free ride. Um, yeah. And so I got a comment from uh, Betty who writes outstanding articles today. She also mentioned, of course, your article. I'm selectively forwarding them to my contacts, both personal and professional. Thanks, Betty. Uh, and another one from a good colleague of mine, a really great article. Perhaps we should do a live stream to discuss. Um, so uh, that is, uh, 
it, the, now, what's interesting about it is medical nihilism is a philosophical uh, position that was advanced by this guy named Jacob Stegenga, who is at, uh, I guess he's at uh, Oxford, Cambridge, you know, where is he at? He's at uh, Oxford University. Um, Cambridge. Cambridge, Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I confused mm-hmm. the two. You know, it's like Harvard and Yale. Um, England. Yeah, it's England, <laughs> in the UK. And so I, in my mind, I thought that this guy was like some sage old philosopher. You know, I tend to think of philosophers as like bearded and old, you know, like 75 yes. years old. Yes. Because he's, he's very- in their eyes. He, so I read his book and he's very sagacious, you know, like sage, like he's a very experienced veteran. I click on his picture and he mm-hmm. is like, he's like- movie star category he looks like he's 30 maybe maybe he could be in his 30s but he's such a brilliant young uh a scholar and then i looked at his his what his course offerings are he teaches undergraduates and he teaches graduate students in the philosophy of science and medicine and it, it's fascinating because really you know people say follow the science follow the science well he'd be the first guy to point to out to you that uh, science and medicine are philosophy, and you have to critically examine uh, some of the premises of them. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, this guy is not an anti-vaxxer by any means. He's not, uh, you know, a pro-holistic medicine guy, you know, not telling you to take vitamins and, you know, etc. cetera. Uh, but he says that Magic bullets in medicine are very few and far between. His diseases are complex and multifactorial, and very few modern drugs are clean when it comes to side effects. So, you know, they're they're oversold. Uh, medical technology yeah. uh, promises to bring miracles, but uh, he says that uh, uh, our society has become a voracious consumer of medicine, and when medicine. Yes. Uh, we need to bring a certain skepticism to our acceptance of new medical technologies. I mean, some of them are marvelous and can be helpful, but, you know, we, we just seem to be uncritically um, embracing uh, lots of uh, treatments and therapies that, um, you know, ultimately uh, don't stand the test of time. They have to be withdrawn, you know. So yes. anyway, so it, it, it's so, good perspective on on, on the medical uh, situation right now. right you, you know just how like you know uh, with remember dr semmelweis who told everybody to wash their hands so mm-hmm. people would stop dying uh and he was called an outcast and berated and so forth and you know the, the change in in uh in medicine in, in the medical community as far as a change in well remember Back in, in the early 2000s, a low-carb diet, that's terrible. You'll have a heart attack and exactly. die. It took right. almost 20 years for yep. it to be accepted. Yep. And it's still not completely, completely accepted because we've got pushback and, and other kind of things. However, it, it's it's going to take more than a change in medicine itself. It has to be a change in philosophy, mm-hmm. which is exactly, Dr. Hoffman, what you zero in on. Yep. On that very, very important article. That's why I think it is so apropos at this very interesting time yep. so, in the history of our world, not just in our country, indeed. of medical practice. Yep. Really. So uh, so, so check it out at, at drhoffman.com and so please subscribe to our newsletter um, and uh, we'll bring you uh, 
articles of quality. All right, um, yeah. let's get to questions, which are really the raison d'être, if I may use a French word. The raison d'être, yes. The raison d'être uh, for <laughs> this, um, this yeah. uh, podcast. This, uh, this comes from Richard. Richard says, many years ago on your radio program, you mentioned an over-the-counter ointment that started with the letter T, but really helped to reduce my rash and pain. And yes, it worked for me. And, you know, I, I now have a friend that would really benefit from it. So I'm asking for its name. Is it still on the market? And yes, Richard, Dr. Hoffman, you found it. It's called Terrasil. Mm-hmm. T-E-R-R-A-S-I-L. And what's in it? So that's the, uh, that's the, yeah, it's got beeswax in it. It's got jojoba seed oil. It's got volcanic clay, which is called bentonite. It's got silver and peppermint oil and zinc and magnesium in it. And that could be beneficial for, for rash and pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks, like, uh, it I looks think- like a nice product and it's fairly economical, 24 mm-hmm. bucks for a small tube. Um, kills bacteria, uh, reduces the risk of infection, repairs damaged skin. Um, Ten years of research, they claim. Uh, it's a proprietary blend, including magnesium and zinc oxide. Yeah, it's it's a sort of, and they actually have some studies that compare it to some other things, triple antibiotic ointment, which is a lot of people use like neomycin or, you know, things like that and ointment. Yes. Bacitracin is a standby in a lot of medicine cabinets. Um, silver ointment, uh, silver, you know, by the way, this is big silver craze. I don't think it's great to drink, but it's great on topically on the skin. They compare Terracil to all three of those. And it's, it really re- uh, accelerates uh, skin repair compared to those others. So, uh, wow. yeah. Um, uh, you know, also as I look at the website, Mm -hmm. there is, um, there's a wound care formula. There's a tinea treatment. And I guess the tinea treatment may have some things more like, um, um, like antifungals. uh, Yeah. Antifungals like, um, uh, tea tree, tea tree oil is a good one. Tea tree oil. Yes. Yeah, I wonder what's in that one. I'm going to look it up. Uh, this I wonder if one, it's got some oregano and rosemary in there, too. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, powerful fungus fighting, so it treats tinea, which is athlete's foot. And yeah. they also have – here's an interesting one. Not a, com- not a common condition, but it's an, a really aggravating condition. Balan- balanitis. Balanitis. Do you know what balanitis is? No. What's balanitis that? is an infection of the tip of the penis – uh, with especially men who have uh, who have not been circumcised, they develop balanitis, and huh. so you know this is um, <laughs> kind of a niche item. Uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, but you can get wow. uh, it. Probably has some antifungal things because often candida infections are associated with uh, balanitis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, it, I. Thank you for reminding me of that uh, product. I haven't talked about it in a long yeah. time. T E R R A S I L, and uh, I guess available online. I haven't seen it in stores too much, but it's kind of a Every, everything's available online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard, why, Richard, why should go to be a store find it. On- yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots, <laughs> lots, of te- lots of testimonials on the website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Terrific. 
Oh, and then uh, we've got an email from Carol. This is about another product. I, I believe one of our sponsors, Dr. Hoffman. Yep. Uh, Carol writes, this is more a comment than a question. I was so gratified to hear Dr. Hoffman give a, quote, commercial for Banatrol Plus at the top of both new podcasts this week. I sent the information in, and Dr. Hoffman did quite a long discussion about the product months ago. For the record, Carol says, I suffered from irritable bowel syndrome diarrhea, IBSD, for years. Doctors can't find anything wrong, had a colonoscopy, I had sonograms to rule out physical problems. Last summer, I had a serious flare. I could barely leave the house. It was so bad. I happened on this product, and it gave me relief within a week. I've cut down my dosage, but I still take it daily, and I'm finally a, quote, normal person cool. so that's really says, thanks again for getting the word out mm-hmm. yeah and and you yeah, know when i serious. uh came across that uh product uh i referred it to my marketing people and i said you know i i think this product is really you, you know meets the requirements of intelligent medicine it's natural uh it mm-hmm. seems to have a lot of testimonials and some research basis and it's based on the principle that uh a certain extract of bananas uh, has an anti-diarrheal effect. And that, that's essentially what banatrol is. It's banana extract right. of banana. some kind prepared. Which is interesting. Way. Bananas can be binding or constipating. Yes. And it's part of the fat yep. diet for anybody experiencing diarrhea. Mm-hmm. It's like eat a banana. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, th- this is actually what happened. Uh, uh, this was first uh, described by uh, sailors. Uh, who would, you know, they'd use up all their supplies and then they'd go to like Polynesia, you know, Hawaii and Tahiti and places like that. And then they took on supplies. And of course, like a great source of carbohydrates is bananas. So they, they loaded bananas, bananas, bananas. And then they subsisted on bananas uh, for the rest of their voyage, which could be months. And they developed <laughs> a terrible constipation <laughs> because <laughs> I'll bet. they ate too many bananas. They ate too many, right. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, bring it, on coconut. Okay. <laughs> it kind of works. It kind of works. Uh, all right. It so, uh, do we have another question we can take before the yes. uh, break? Yes, we do. We've got one from Renee. Dr. Hobman, I was fascinated by your recent podcast in which you interviewed Dr. Georgia Ede, or Ede, E-D-E, about her use of the ketogenic diet to improve mental health. She gives courses to health practitioners in using this approach, and I'd like to know if you think such a course would provide enough information for a psychotherapist to be able to use in her practice. Yeah. Boy, what a great idea. I'm very excited that uh, this uh, psychotherapist is willing to uh, step out of her lane a little bit and, you know, get beyond the, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy and talk therapy and the various methodologies that they use it, to embrace a nutritional strategy to help patients. And I get a fair number of referrals, and you do too, Layla, from uh, psychotherapists who say, yes. well, you know, this, I, I can't do this, you know, go to see an expert. Fine, we're happy to see people. But uh, it'd be nice if at the very least they had some awareness of how this could be beneficial and perhaps some rudimentary uh, ways of deploying this for patients, especially, you know, when patients are economically strapped and they can't afford to go see another physician, often, you know, not covered by insurance. So um, Georgia Ede offers a course and she is brilliant. I was very happy to uh, host her on a podcast, which we reprised recently. Um, 
And uh, also, there's a, a ketogenic diet course, not so much geared to uh, psychological benefits, um, as part of the uh, American Nutrition Association, the ANA. Um, mm-hmm. And if you go to the American Nutrition Association website, uh, that's among the courses that they offer. And it's a very fine course. But again, mm-hmm. it's it's also focused on, as a broader uh, lens, where it comprises therapies for uh, weight loss, reduction of insulin uh, resistance, uh, restoration of metabolism, um, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, there are definitely brain I, benefits for sure to yeah. such a diet. Yeah. Alzheimer's, mood mm-hmm. disorders, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Seizure cancer. disorders, cancer also. CLS. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. cancer. Right. PCO, thank you for mentioning that. It's an ideal diet yeah. for PCOS patients. So, yeah, uh, for practitioners who want to learn more and take uh, courses and, in fact, get a certification, uh, ANA offers a certification, uh, you can um, uh, do a deep dive on the subject, uh, take a proficiency test, make sure that you've uh, assimilated and understood the material, and uh, get a certification in ketogenic diet. I think that's a useful thing. I, you know, even for, you know, it'd be a good thing, I think, even for people in the training field, you know, trainers, you know, personal mm-hmm. trainers, people like that. I, I'm hoping that they're uh, eligible for that course. Uh, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, Renee, thank you for that question. Great. Uh, okay. All good right. point at which to pause because we have to divide our podcast into two parts. Uh, the tape is only so long. And when we run out of tape, we've got to load the tape machine laboriously by hand in order to fire What is this, 1980? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's the Betamax machine? <laughs> it's take take your pencil, stick it into the cassette, and rewind it. Remember having to do that? Oh, my. Yeah. Because okay, I had like a right, snaggled, I had snaggled up uh, cassettes that had to like... Take the pencil. The real to real. The real to real. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Uh, when we return, more of our weekly repartee. Layla's here. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. We'll be right back with part two. <laughs> 